When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, I'm Sarah. When planning our home birth, my husband Matthew and I were really frustrated by the lack of empowering and honest home birth resources. So we created this podcast to start a new conversation for moms and families like us. This is Doing It at Home. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today is an interview with Christina Benton. And Christina is a birth and postpartum doula, as well as a birth photographer. So I'm really excited for you to hear this interview because it's actually our first with a birth photographer. It's something that Matthew and I had been playing for for a while. We put it out there that we wanted to, to speak to someone who photographs births. And I found Christina on Instagram Her photos are absolutely amazing, and we'll give you links to that um, in the show and in the show notes so you can check those out. Um, But I was so inspired to reach out to her, and I'm so happy she was open to sitting down and talking with us. Um, One for you and for anyone who is thinking about hiring a birth photographer or, you know, just wants more information about that, this is a great episode to listen to and to share with your partner, your family, whomever. Um, It was also a little selfish in that we wanted to learn more as well. Uh, We didn't have a photographer for Maya's birth, and it's something we're very interested in in the future for other baby or babies. And um, it was just really exciting to hear about her journey into birth photography and what she enjoys about it and some of her experiences, some of the, the actual home birth she's been a part of. Um, and one of the things Christina says that just really stuck with me and resonated is in, in reference to why someone should have a home birth photographer, it's because every woman deserves to see herself like that. Every woman deserves to see from, from a different perspective, the moment you meet your baby for the first time. And I just think that's so beautiful and amazing. And, um, she's great. She's awesome. Listen in to, um, our interview with Christina. Hi, Christina. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. We're a little tired, but we're great. (laughs) We're doing pretty well today. We're super excited to chat with you. So thank you so much for joining us on the Doing It At Home podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. I'm super excited to have you because you bring a lot of perspectives and you play a lot of roles um, in the the home birth um, experience that we have not dived into, dove, dive, dove, dove in. into yet on the show, you know, things okay. we haven't covered. So I'm really excited to get your perspective and hear your stories. Um, so to kick it off, can you just tell us a little bit about you and, and what you do? Sure. Um Obviously, my name is Christina. Um, my family and I live in Port Washington, Wisconsin. 
Um, I have an eight-year-old son named Cash and a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter named Indigo. Um, my husband is Eric, and he is in nursing school right now, actually. Um, so he is in school full-time um, while I am doing birth work full-time. Um, yeah, we live in the country. We have three uh, rescue dogs, and that's a big part of our life, too. Oh, and cool. that's about it. <clears throat> that's beautiful. I love that little picture you just painted. Yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> it sounds like a full and busy, right. busy life. <laughs> it is It is that. It is that for sure. So birth work, I love that term because it's really, you know, encompasses all of what you do. Can you tell us a little bit how that started for you, moving into that as a, as a greater concept? Sure. Um, I did not have um, a doula or sort of any of that kind of support um, when I had my son eight years ago. I was 20, just like newly 22, I think, um, when he was born. Um, so the world was a bit of a different place then surrounding mm. birth and things like that. Um, I was really young. I was newly married um, and overall was just kind of I don't know. I just went with the flow. I kind of did what everyone told me to do. Mm. Um, and then when I got pregnant with my daughter, um, <clears throat> I was in a different relationship. I was remarried and sort of life situation, I guess, was just a totally different place. Mm. Um, and I had support and sort of guidance that I didn't have before. And I knew I wanted um, something different for her birth. Um, my son, I was induced with my son for what seemed to be a medical reason at the time wasn't actually a medical reason. Um, but again, I was very young and I kind of just did what everyone told me to do. Mm. So when I went into um, sort of exploring options um, for my daughter, I did hire a midwife. And at the time, one of my closest friends, um, her name is Ruth, was actually um, a birth doula. And I hired her and she was such a huge support to me Um both in my pregnancy and um, during my labor and then postpartum as well. Um, she really inspired me. And I, along with my own sort of having this new experience and having um, all of the great parts of birth when I had only had sort of the not so awesome parts the first time, mm. um, I just sort of started exploring things and she actually um, went back to her other line of work and stopped doing birth work. So her leaving kind of opened the door for me to, to step in. And I took on some of her previous clients um, that were having new babies and mm -hmm. things like that. And I kind of just started from there. So I started doing um, doula work, birth doula work first. Um, after doing birth doula work for a little bit, I added postpartum doula work, which is caring for moms after birth. So after baby is here, um, caring for moms and the whole family, really. Um, and it can look, I guess, a lot of different ways. Um, you can be a night nurse of sorts mm -hmm. and help care for baby at night, um, take baby to mom. I only offer postpartum doula services for nights that are me sort of delivering baby to mom um, mm -hmm. when baby needs to eat or whatever, obviously, if baby is nursing. Um, so I don't do 
what a quote-unquote night nurse would do um, as far as kind of caring through for the baby all through the night. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so cooking meals, doing dishes, sort of just any sort of help is what a postpartum doula does. And then at a birth about eight months ago, um, I had a friend who was giving birth, um, and I took a camera, and she let me photograph it for her, and that was kind of the end of it for me. Um, I don't take on a whole lot of doula specific clients anymore just because I love birth photography so much. And now mm. it kills me. It kills me sort of to be at birth and not be able to take out my camera. <laughs> um, so almost always, even if they are a doula client, um, actually just added to my package. I raised my prices a little bit so that I could add some photos in sort of for everyone Mm. so I always have my camera with me now so yeah I mean it kind of just started with my own experience and seeing the differences that were there and it's just kind of unfolded from one thing to the other starting with doula work and then postpartum doula work and now into um, birth photography Mm, that's awesome amazing it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with Victoria Cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um... What's the what's the statute of limitations on postpartum doula work? Because I think I want one. Can you, will you do it six months postpartum? Yeah. <laughs> that counts. I mean, you know, I don't think that there is one. Um, I've been hired for people that had children that were, you know, definitely not a newborn. So yeah. I think it really depends. I mean, really, you're pregnant for nine months. Your body is, I mean... You have what your like six week checkup or whatever from your midwife or your doctor, and I don't know that it's expected that you're fully recovered <laughs> by six weeks. It takes much much longer than that to recover from having a baby and get your body back to normal. So I think six months is a pretty uh, <laughs> pretty valid time period. Yeah, cool. Okay, well then I'm gonna I'm making note of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the photography, had you been into photography before that? I mean, you must have had some sort of um, maybe training or skill set or just a gift towards it. Uh, how did, how did, were you like, oh, yes, this? Yeah, so my husband actually bought me my first camera um, for, I believe it was my 29th birthday. So that was last year. Um, so, yeah, I had not had a camera before. Um sort of knowing that this was something that I wanted to do. Um, he bought me the camera. I spent um, several months, probably four or five months um, with it before I sort of offered to shoot my friend's birth for her. Um, so yeah, no, I, I didn't really have any knowledge of how to work a big girl camera, I guess, before um, <laughs> before going into it. My phone was what I used for my kids and that's kind of all I really took pictures of. So no, he bought me a camera. And so I've only actually had a camera for about a year and a half. <laughs> wow. wow. Well, if you look at your photos, you learned how to use it <laughs> real well. <laughs> yeah. I, 
I did. I spent, I mean, it's, it's kind of a learning curve. Birth photography, um, the rules of birth photography are sort of to break all of the rules for every other kind of photography because of, you know, the situations that you're in and you can't right. control anything. Right. Um, with posing couples or posing newborns and stuff like that, you have some aspect of control, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but for birth photography, you kind of just fly on the wall and people are where they are and, mm. you know, there's as much light as there is and you just have to make it work. So um, learning so the rules, cool. I think, of birth photography is probably much easier than <laughs> learning the rules for a lot of other things because um, it's just kind of like breaking all of the rules, really. That is so cool, though. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm looking at your Instagram right now, and what I love about your photos is that, kind of like what you said, it, it feels like we're there. You know, it feels like we're just right. kind of in in the midst of everything, like hanging out at the edge of the bed while baby's getting checked up, or we're right next to this mom as she's, uh, you know, in the birth pool, and, like, it is, oh, it's incredible. So keep breaking those rules, because it is it's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. You know, and that's the, that's really the point of it. I mean, um, I have friends who do birth photography who do very, like, bright and, you know, technically perfect images, I guess. Yeah. And, again, along with, like, the, the breaking the rules thing, um, sometimes there's no light. And I don't want yeah. it to look like there was a ton of light. Um, I'm very much trying to have someone look back at birth pictures and have it be an accurate representation of, you know, what the situation was and what was going on and what it really looked like. And I guess how much light there really was. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely not about being perfect. It's definitely about sort of telling that story and making sure that when mom and dad and even, you know, baby eventually look back at those photos, they see what was really happening. Yeah. yeah, authentic and real. And, you know, for, for mom, you know, yes, you're in it and you live it, but you may not remember every aspect of it or how it looked, you know, from the outside. You're you're in the midst of it. So to see, you know, a, a retelling of it and to see it very accurate and like you said, the light or the, the circumstance, the positioning, like to – it it's really a gift it, it, that you get to experience it now from a different angle. And um, I love that you keep it – as you know undisturbed if you will like the birth as possible yeah yeah my goal is to definitely be you know a fly on the wall and kind of just have nobody know that Mm. i'm there i might be standing on your dresser or (laughs) standing on top of your bed above you but my goal is to the most i mean i'm quiet and i just do my job i'm not bothering anyone not asking anyone to move i'm not turning on lights unless you know, mom says it's okay, and yeah, definitely just a fly on the wall. You know what just popped in my mind? So, you know, Sarah and I had a birth team of, what, like six, seven, eight mm-hmm. people? And mm-hmm. I think almost every one of them, except for the midwives, because there was a midwife and her, uh, two midwives there and an apprentice. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Everybody right. else had their cell phone cameras out. And you just talked about not turning on lights and all that. Well, most of the people at ours had, like, their flashlight lights on in the cell phone camera so it was very you knew that there was people there all up in sarah's business taking photos and so what i love about it can be distracting yeah it was it was distracting as hell to me quite frankly um you know i I wanted people to at one point i did tell someone to turn the light off but um 
what I love about what you do is you, you like you said a couple times, just a fly on the wall, but the images that you've captured are insanely beautiful. So I, I totally remember that from our birth, having people there with the lights, with the cameras, and um, you know, it impacted the experience. And I, you know, if we do it again, I probably wouldn't have that a part of it. Right, I you know? agree, I agree. And, you know, I definitely, I will say that I do, I have a flash that I do carry um, just because you have to, in my opinion, um, because if mom chooses to labor in a pitch black room, everyone has sort of these birth plans and we lay it out and with home births especially, um, I want to see somebody's home. I want to see the space they plan mm-hmm. to birth in. Yeah. I want to know how many people are going to be there. I kind of want to be able to prepare myself for that. And, for example, on my first full home birth, you know, mom was in her bedroom. The bedroom was, like, just, I mean, the smallest space ever. And then <laughs> had a birth pool, um, which was literally, like, touching the bed. And then there was, like half a foot maybe around the tub for me to sort of walk around and maneuver myself. And then on top of that, there's dad and two midwives. And, you know, that just kind of is the situation. So had I not had a flash in that situation, I wouldn't have been able to do my job. Mm -hmm. Um, So flash is something that there's a lot of birth photographers, I feel like, are against it, photographers in general. But again, in the situations that were put in. So you mentioned that, like, the lights during Sarah's birth were really distracting. So I always talk to my clients about flash beforehand. Um, I will also add that it gets bounced at the ceiling or off of a wall that's next to me, so it's never pointed directly at someone. Um, the people in our but, birth did not have those techniques. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, like, right, so. right in Sarah's crotch as... <laughs> Maya's crowning. There's like <laughs> cell phone flash or lights right there. <laughs> there's definitely a way to do it, and that is not it. Um, there's definitely a way to do it, and it definitely is a learning curve. And I spent a lot of time taking pictures of my sleeping children from the hallway, oh, nice. uh, trying yeah. to figure out how to do it. Mm. So, flash for birth photography, I would say, is an art all in itself. Yeah. Um, and also, trying, again, using as little flash as possible so that you're maintaining the authenticity of what is really happening. Again, there's not bright lights. There's not a spotlight. You know, there's not a cell phone camera. There's not all of these sort of things. So you're trying to do it without letting anyone else know that you're doing it. Um, so I do have it. But, again, that's where coming, like, shooting intentionally comes in. Um, if there's a photo that I know I want, I know that I want my camera to flash once. So, you know, you do what you need to do to get into the position that you need to get into to get that photo so that you're not flashing your camera 600 times in a row. Yeah. Right. And you don't, like you kind of mentioned earlier, have the option, like with other types of shoots or subject matter, can you do that again? Yeah. Can you put the baby back (laughs) in, Right, right. (laughs) Or can you move that water bottle or can you move that midwife's arm and their gloved hand and stuff like that? You just... You figure out um, half of birth photography, I feel like, is just kind of figuring out from birth to birth where the, the right spot to be is, really. How often are you uh, shooting in a hospital? Because I see some of your photos, um, it's families in the hospital. And I didn't even know you could yeah. do that at most hospitals. Some, I, I, yeah. I guess it depends on the state or where you live. Yeah. Um, some, I've, I've heard cool from others, you, you're not, you can't document. But that's amazing that you're able to be there. Yeah. Um, I have not yet encountered a hospital here. I think that it is generally up to doctors. Cool. 
Um, I know that in the case of uh, a belly birth or C-section that they, um, it's up to the anesthesiologist. Mm -hmm. But in our hospitals here, I've not yet encountered a doctor that wasn't open to it. I know that in some cases, I think the rule is sort of um, before and then after a baby is like on mom's chest. They don't allow you to like to shoot while baby is being delivered, Mm -hmm. Um, which I mean, teach their own and that would be okay too. There certainly wouldn't be a lack of a birth story Mm -hmm. if you're just missing, you know, that part of it. But um, yeah, so I haven't encountered anyone that did not allow me to. I always have my clients ask beforehand. Obviously, they're paying me for a start rest, and I don't want to show up and not be able to do that service right, to them. Right. Um, so it's super important that they ask. And again, yeah, I've never, I've never had anyone. I've had doctors sign model releases so that if images were pushed um, online, mm-hmm. that you know, if they got pushed into a competition or got you know whatever reposted by someone. Um, they're not surprised to, to mm-hmm. find their likeness on the internet. Um, but yeah, I've not, I would say that in the beginning, about 60% of what I was doing, actually probably 75% of what I was doing was in the hospitals. Mm. Um, I just recently started doing more birth centers and home births. Um, where I live, there's a pretty serious lack of home birth midwives. Um, and there is, I mean, there's a few. I think there's maybe like five or six, um, but they service certain areas and sort of things like that. So birth centers are becoming a lot more used here than um, actual home births. So I did a lot of work in the hospitals and in birth centers to start. Very cool. Very cool. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What, um, I'm curious to hear some, some memorable shoots for you. Um, you know, whether they be home births or just, just some that, that really stick out as far as maybe it was the circumstance or some of the images you were able to capture were like, ah, yes, like that, like those magical, (laughs) I'm sure they're all magical, but just some that might stick out for you. Yeah, sure. Um, so my first home birth was actually for a client who hired me through a mutual friend. And um, when she hired me, it was her third baby, um, her first girl, first third baby. And when she hired me, um, we had been planning a vacation to Disney World. And her due date was about five days, I think, before we left for vacation. So 
when she hired me, she knew that, you know, we were cutting it pretty close and we didn't really have a backup plan because at the time I didn't work with a backup um, birth photographer. So if I left, that was sort of it. And she knew that. And then we rolled up on her due date and she still hadn't gone into labor and she was really shocked by that. Um, and I could tell that she was sort of like panicking about it. Um, Cause as much in the beginning as she had said, like, well, if you're gone, then, you know, it's okay. She was upset noticeably that I was going to be gone. So I actually arranged a backup for her and I kept saying over and over, you know, you could very well still be pregnant when I get back. So let's just, let's just hold on and see what happens here. And yeah, so we went on vacation we came back seven days later and sure enough, she was still pregnant. Wow. Um, <laughs> So she went to 42 weeks on the dot. Third baby. And yeah, yeah. So, you know, anything you believe about birth, throw it out the window. Exactly. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> it's never the same. Yeah. Um, 42 weeks exactly. Um, I, yeah. So she called me. She said her contractions were getting stronger. She's been having some like um, stops and starts for a couple of days. Um, so when she finally called me, I headed right to her house because I knew that I had a feeling rather that once things actually started, they were going to go very quickly. Um, her pool was set up, her tub was set up in their bedroom. And this is the the one that I was talking about before where the space was just Mm -hmm. like insanely small. Mm. Um, so yeah, she was out walking when I got there and, you know, I showed up and was there before anyone else. And she asked me to check her birth tub to make sure that her cat had not jumped in it because she forgot to close the door. I would have made a cool so, photo. <laughs> there actually is a photo somewhere of the cat sitting on the bed uh, oh, next cool. to the birth tub. I think it's on my Instagram somewhere. But um, So yeah, they came back and that birth, it was my first home birth. So it was the first time that I was kind of watching the scenery change over mm. and over. Not that I, I love doing hospital births, I really do, but there's only so many angles to shoot from and only so many different sides of the room and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So um, we, I think I was there for mm, maybe eight hours, I'm not sure, but we were outside, you know, we were walking, there's a bunch of photos of them walking and her having contractions, like leaning on the trees. Oh, and yeah. It was just I love that picture. such a different, yeah, so it was just, you know, dad was making us coffee and the midwife and I were talking and I was just so relaxed. And Mm. that birth is my favorite because I actually, she was laboring really quietly and everything was super peaceful and there was no real indication. Usually if someone gets closer to pushing or transition or what have you, there's a pretty good indication of what's going on. There's different noises. There's just, you know, a different energy that fills the room, but with her, there was no indication of what was happening or how far along she was. And I actually went to the bathroom to go pee. And while I was walking back from the bathroom, she had her baby in one involuntary push. Wow. She um, literally said, it hurts. And, you know, her midwife was handing her baby. Oh, my God. No gloves. No nothing. No one was prepared. Oh Midwives my. weren't prepared. And, of course, we're always looking to the midwives because they know better yeah. than I know the signs that, you know, birth is close or whatever. But, yeah, so that was crazy. <laughs> she had no idea what happened. Wow. And it took her, like, 
five minutes probably to just realize that, you know, baby was here. Um, so yeah, that was wild. And I will never go to the bathroom ever again. (laughs) (laughs) No liquids for you. Restrict your fluid intake. (laughs) I got back like as midwife was handing her the baby. So it was actually perfect, but it was just, it was super, super wild. Just wild. Again, like everything you know about birth, throw it out the window because Mm -hmm. it's never the same. But you have a couple of photos on your Instagram of that birth. I, I can see like the, uh, the yeah. mom leaning on the tree and the mom and dad just embraced. And it tells such a cool story of, you know, that, that time of before baby comes and kind of, I think you describe it as walking baby out, walking baby yeah. down. And uh, yep. it's very cool. You know, we haven't mentioned. They were that. really. Yeah, go ahead. What's that? No, I was just going to say they were a really cool family and they had their two younger children, their boys. I believe one of them is eight and one of them is 10 downstairs. And um, when the baby was born, my favorite part of any birth ever to this date um, was when Beatrice, that was the baby's name, was born. Um, the brother was downstairs and you could hear him yelling, I heard her, I think she's Aww. here. <laughs> like, I'm wow. running upstairs to see her. Um, and that was probably the most memorable thing that's ever happened at a birth for me. That's amazing. If, yeah. um, if you're listening to this and you want some visual um, go along with this, um, go to um, Instagram and it's Christina Benton Birth Services. We'll also include links in the show notes, but if you're listening right now and you're like, I got to see these while you're listening for your viewing pleasure, that's where you want to go to Instagram, um, Christina Benton Birth Services. You've got, and by the time this gets out, that birth story will probably be on my blog as well. So. Oh, cool! Cool. Yes. And uh, is your blog just christinabenton.com? Um, it is at christinabenton.com. Yep. Awesome. Christinabenton.com backslash words, I believe. Great. Cool. Yeah. And so there's um, as you were talking about the you know the 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 brother downstairs shouting up, you have a, a picture on your Instagram of looks like mom is in a birth pool. And it looks like two two kids are just sitting right on the edge of the pool watching as, you know, their baby girl is, or the baby sister is born. And that's so cool to me, seeing these siblings. That is that birth, actually. Oh, okay. Man, like, they're, I mean, they're they're two feet away just watching everything happen. Yep. And, you know, they're older kids. I think they were and... looking, they were examining the placenta. The yeah, <laughs> I mean, how many young boys get to look at a fresh placenta? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So cool. They were really into it. They were really into it. That's amazing. Wow. Um, so what's the process like when you uh, are going to work with a mom and a family? Is Are there discussions on things? Because obviously you can have an idea of what you'd like captured in the birth, but it might not go exactly like that. But, you know, are there sure. discussions on like, I'd really like images of this or if you can, I'd, you know, do women have visions of what they'd like captured <laughs> of their births or do they just kind of give you – you know, whatever it is, whatever it looks like. I'm guessing there's a mix. I I have not yet really had anyone um, that came to me. Up until, like, this past week, I did not have a website. I only had my Facebook page. I only had my Instagram. And I was hired pretty much exclusively off word of mouth mm. from person to person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <clears throat> the people that were hiring me kind of already trusted me right, um, right from the get-go because they were hiring me based off of you know, the work that they were seeing or what their friend told them, really. So I have not had anyone yet 
because I just said this, somebody will probably email me today. <laughs> come to me, <laughs> come to me with like um, a Pinterest board <laughs> of birth images that they really love, hey. or, which sounds so crazy, but it's totally a thing, and yeah. it's great, and it's awesome to see how people would like to see it from what perspective they'd like to see it. Sure, um, but pretty much the deepest that I get into it with that um, with people is do you want crowning images or do you not? Okay. Um, some people just don't care to see it. Um, 90% of the time I will probably take them anyways and include them in a gallery, all of their own inside of their gallery. Mm. So if they want to look at them, they can. And if they don't, they don't have to. Um, but I find it in the sort of position, I guess, to capture those images, then I probably will. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the extent of, I'm a pretty modest quote unquote, birth photographer as it is um not for any reason really but just because my clientele sort of that's what they prefer Mm. um but again when I get those images that they think they didn't want they always want them once they're there yeah (laughs) that's funny I kind of just follow my own instinct and kind of get what's available sometimes I can't be in that position about 90% of the time in a hospital for example Mm. I have to be at the head of the bed so you know, there isn't really an opportunity to get any of that stuff. But, yeah, no, I haven't really had anyone, you know, ask me for any specific images. Mm. What would you say is the value of having a birth photographer present? I mean, what, why, why do it? Mm, that's a good one. Um, I think truly that every woman let's exclude dad and kids and anyone else from the picture but every woman deserves to see themselves like that Mm. every woman deserves to see the look on their face the first time that they meet their baby Mm. and it's everyone else around dad siblings you know anyone doctors nurses midwives they all sort of get to enjoy it from the outside perspective. Mom doesn't. So mm. I think that overall, and the reason that I would hire a birth photographer when we have our third baby at home is you just, you just need to see it. You just deserve to have those memories forever because you're the one working to bring the baby earthside and you don't get to watch it or enjoy it in the way that everyone else does. And you don't know what your face looks like the first time you meet your baby or what your husband's face looks like the first time he meets your baby. Um, And yeah, it's just, I think that every woman deserves to see themselves like that. That's amazing. That is an awesome answer, by the way. (laughs) Like, heck yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, everything, I don't know, it's so... It's so raw and honest and powerful. It is, and it's the most raw and the most honest and the most powerful likely you'll ever see yourself. And yeah. I think that that's just so important. People see birth um, so differently. Or recently I had a client who went through something really tough after her you know, beautiful, amazing home birth. She had a medical complication and... Um, looking back at her photos now, while she's kind of in the midst of 
pain and hurting and uncertainty has been really amazing for her. Mm. And looking at herself being this sort of like fierce, powerful woman um, when she doesn't feel like that right now has yeah. been hugely helpful for her. So, wow. What, um, I'm curious to go along with, you know, why someone would do it. What's some advice or feedback you would have for moms and families who are looking to document their births um, with photography as far as finding a birth photographer in their area? I mean, anything beyond like Googling, if there's any anything you've seen as how people connect with their birth photographers and then maybe um, how, how they select them, if, if there's anything that goes into that process. Sure. There is actually um, an organization called the International Association of Professional Birth Photographers. Wow. And <laughs> they have a database that you can search um, if the person you're searching for in your area is not, you know, signed up with them, that won't help. But mm-hmm. um, it's a pretty big database and it's very, very useful for a lot of that stuff. Um, they also do a yearly image competition um, that actually just wrapped up about a month ago, I think. Um, and those images get circulated and a lot of people will see so-and-so from their area who shoots births sort of in those like competition images so that's another way Mm. um sort of just looking at birth images is definitely a way to find a birth photographer um so i would start probably there i mean really just google birth photographer in your area and go through it and see who you know meets your needs or standards or whatever um and then i guess my biggest like advice for someone seeking a birth photographer is so you for people that have you know paid money for a wedding photographer um your birth is no different it's just as important um and for some people it's more important Mm -hmm. so my biggest advice is you definitely get what you pay for Mm. (laughs) and hire someone that values your memories and your birth um, as much as you do, really. I mean, this is a hard job, and it's it's certainly not thankless, but it's really, really hard. And I love my clients. My last client, we talked every day while she was pregnant, and hmm. we still talk to this day. Um, so definitely hire someone who values your memories as much as you do, and hire someone who has the experience and portfolio to sort of back up any fancy words that they might have. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But really value your own birth experience because, again, you get what you pay for. And unfortunately, um, birth photography is an industry that can't keep progressing if birth photographers don't get paid what they deserve to get paid for being on call (laughs) 24-7 for their entire career essentially so so yeah yeah i mean to have photos like the ones that you shoot and that you post on your website and and instagram um i mean priceless you know it is uh, it really is it's incredible they're beautiful and so if if somebody has a potential birth photographer in mind what are some questions that you would recommend um they ask them um i would ask 
if they use a flash or not. I would ask um, <clears throat> where they primarily shoot births. Again, if someone is really used to shooting in hospitals, um, doing a home birth, for example, is going to be a completely different experience. Um, there's also less parameters around a home birth. So if I have someone that's delivering in a hospital, I know that they're likely going to deliver by a certain date. Whereas yeah. with home births, that's not really the case. Not always the case with hospital births either, but there are more parameters surrounding it. Um, so it's a little bit easier to sort of know what's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> I would ask what their on-call policy is, mm. when they go on call, how long they stay on call for. Um, always ask if they work with a backup photographer. Mm. Um, I, knock on wood, have never had two clients going to labor on the same day. Um, but that could very well and probably very well <laughs> will happen to me in the future. And now I have a backup that I can call in the case that that were to happen. Um, yeah, I think the sort of when you go on call and what type of birth you're most used to shooting um, or I guess well-versed in shooting um, are really important. And that's not to say somebody that primarily shoots in a hospital can't do a home birth because they, I'm sure that they can, um, just sort of knowing if they've done it before. Is a is a big thing. That's great. Those are and, any, those are things I wouldn't even think to ask. Yeah. So I for any who are considering that or looking into birth photography, those are some great questions to ask. They're the important ones. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now, what area do you serve in your where you live? If someone who's listening right now kind of lives a little bit near you, what's your scope? Um, if someone wanted sure. to t- um, touch base with you. So I, right now, again, I live in a, not a large town. <laughs> um, it's not extremely small, but it's not a large town. So I, I work in all of Ozaki County, which is the county that I live in. Um, and I market primarily to Milwaukee County um, and then Waukesha County as well. So more than like an area, I guess I sort of put like a travel limit up. Um, and I've traveled up to about an hour and a half at this point. So pretty much anywhere within two hours, um, I'm willing to travel to. Great. Great. And then, you know, we mentioned it a little bit earlier, but to connect with you would those best places be your website that we mentioned, Instagram and Facebook, of which we'll include links to all of in our show notes at um, diahpodcast.com. Yep, those are the only three places I exist. Great. So, <laughs> Facebook business page, Instagram, and my website just went up this week. And you can contact me there and my portfolio is there as well. Cool, cool. Yeah, so uh, Christina's website is christinabenton.com, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. B-E-N-T-O-N.com. And like Sarah said, all the all the contact stuff, all the social media, everything's there. Man, I can't get over your photos. Yeah, he's just been staring <laughs> at them the whole time. What I what I really appreciate, I don't know if it's just popped into my awareness, have having been pregnant and given birth in the past year. Um but I think it's a combination of that along with just this proliferation of, of social media and, and, and these these images that we see on it. Birth is mm-hmm. out there way more than I feel like it was 
I mean, like I said, I think a lot of that has to do with how social media has developed, but I really appreciate just seeing, you know, beautiful, real images of birth on all ends of the spectrum out there, like so readily and easily accessible for us to see more images of birth to, you know, like we've heard before, normalize it, get people familiar with it, um, right. remove the censoring of it, all of that. And I think your your images are such um, a awesome component of that. Thank you. I think that a birth photographer's first priority always is to, you know, tell their client's story. Um, but their second priority, and this goes for every amazing birth photographer that I have the pleasure of knowing and sort of bouncing ideas off and, you know, looking at their images straight out of the camera and telling them, you know, talking about editing and all that kind of stuff. Um, their second priority is always to normalize it, mm-hmm. just to put it out there and make it so we stop getting banned from Facebook for mm-hmm. posting a nipple yeah. <laughs> or not even a nipple in some cases, yeah. a blurred nipple. Um, because all that stuff is super, super real. And you can go on the internet, you can go on Facebook and go on Instagram and you can find half naked women for all other purposes. But when we are posting, you know, an image of a woman doing the most important thing that she'll ever do, we get banned for it. So I think that (laughs) it really is. And I mean, that's whether it's censored or not censored or... I'm in private birth photography groups where images are still removed because they were moved by Facebook bots. So again, I think that every single birth photographer is just working so hard to, to normalize it and put it out there so that people can't ignore it. Well, keep doing it. Yeah. Keep doing it because you have watchers and you have people who you're inspiring and people whose lives you're influencing forever. And, uh, it's, it's it's awesome. So I really appreciate you, you and what you do and how you are you're a part of this collective empowered movement of of birth and families and and all of it. It's a it's a huge huge honor to do what I do and sort of be invited into these family spaces. So yeah. thank you. Thank you. Well, thanks for hanging out with us, Christina. Yeah. You're the bomb. Thank you, Christina, we really <laughs> appreciate Absolutely. You. Thank you so much for having me. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.